They always told Will he was too short to play basketball, but Will never listened. Will let his work ethic do the talking for him. Always in the gym, always running drills. Will knew where there was a will, there was a way, and he was Will. But then, after his second child was born, he realized the pros were all way better than him. So Will gave up and buried his high tops in a tearful ceremony. But one day, he heard that Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved a bunch, which was awesome. When tracking the domestic dust bunny, you commonly find them hiding under wardrobes next to lost socks. Don't move too suddenly or they'll scurry off. What's utterly fascinating about the dust bunny is that although they are not actually sentient creatures, when they hear that Geico not only saves people money, but also has a 97% customer satisfaction rating, it's obvious to them you should switch. Because yes, switching to Geico is a no-brainer. Oh no, it's the dust bunny's only natural predator. Run along, dust bunnies, run along. Let's get around. It's time for the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Hey, this is Sugar Shane. Welcome to another episode of the Sanctuary of Sweet Truth. Got my co-host with me here, Billy Dees. How you doing, man? I am doing okay. Doing okay. Thank you very much. Uh, I talked to you before the show. I heard you got some rest, so that's good. That's real good. Yeah, my uh, my voice is coming back. It's probably about 90% right now. Uh, Monday, boy, it was really, really weak. I had a hard time uh, getting through the show, but uh, it's about 90% now, so it's doing a lot better. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize how uh, something like that can affect your voice. I mean, yeah, you can, it can, uh, yeah, it can make it where it's a lot weaker and you know, yeah. uh, fatigue and whatnot. So, if you didn't uh, catch the show, uh, our our last one, just I, I don't want to go through the whole thing again, but just let everybody know, my mother died. Uh, it's about it's almost two weeks ago now, and uh, she was uh, very sick leading up to that death, and I didn't get any rest for over a month. And um, it really took a toll on me, you know, mentally and physically. It really did. So that's what we're talking about. Last weekend, coming off the funeral, uh, my voice was really weak. So it's coming back now, and I'm doing uh, a lot better. I still got a little ways to go, but I'm doing a lot better. Good, good, good. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, I did want. To, I didn't know if you got a chance to see my new word for the wealthies. Did you see that where I posted that? The word for the what? Wealthies, the word I came up with. Somebody had posted a picture on Facebook of uh, Yoda. Oh, okay. And right next to it, I don't know if you can see all these Snapchat filters they got out now. Everybody's taking pictures of themselves, and uh, and it gets all the wrinkles out, makes their face look like, really, to be honest with you, freakily, freaky. Smooth. Okay. I mean, it almost looks like a you know a little weird. You want to know the truth? I think it makes it look good, but to me, sometimes it looks almost like weird. And uh, it had a picture over there beside it, and I said, "Yeah, that's the new selfie. It's called Wolfies. Want to be selfies? Oh, okay. oh yeah, I did. See that. <laughs> okay, I know what you're talking about. Now. That's, that's, that's my new word for it: is Wolfies. Did you hear about the guy that was? I think he was sixty something years old. He died in the falls here this past week. Mm, no, I didn't hear. Listen to this shit now. 
I didn't even hear nothing about this till the other day. I think it was Sunday I found out about it. So I didn't even mention it Monday, maybe. I can't remember what day I found out about it. But anyway, this guy's going to work uh, in the morning, real uh-huh. early, real early in the falls. Okay. He stops somewhere at a red light or something like that. It's at the corner of 2nd and Front Street here in the falls. Right. A mm-hmm. tree falls over and kills him, hits his car. Oh, man. They're saying that because of the rain or something they had had, it made the tree roots weaker or whatever, and yeah. and that's what happened. It it, uh, it killed him. I'm like, God, you talk about a freaky accident, man. That's weird. Yeah. I'm like, wow. That's one of them ones them conspiracy nuts can jump on, I guess. Well, there must have been something going on. <laughs> yeah, it's, a lot of times, it's just a, um, it's just a matter of timing. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Then we had the woman that committed suicide here a while back. She jumped off Route Eight Bridge. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty long way down. Yeah, she jumped off the, not the one, of course, obviously with the bridge at the Y Bridge. It's the one if you turn and look, it's the expressway part. She right. jumped off at of that. She jumped off of that, and of course she passed on. But yeah. I don't know if I want to go like it. I mean, I don't guess it really no. matters. I don't guess it really matters, but. Uh, I do want to make mention that the show, uh, in layman's terms, we were going to come on August the 14th, but to be quite honest, me and the guys met again Tuesday night. With the exception of having to write a few things between here and Tuesday, we're pretty much set. We're ready cool. to go. So we're going to do our first show Tuesday night, 8 o'clock. It's going to be a 90-minute show, 8 to 9.30, with a break in the middle, where we're going to do uh, some sketch comedy and some other stuff. So we're going to you know do some promo stuff or whatever the case may be come back and then finish out the show so from 8 to 9 30 we're not going to go no three hours like the other show was because we're not playing music this is not got any music on or any nothing so it's just going to be us just straight so right uh, right so we've got some good stuff going i think we've got some good ideas i've got some good bits we've got to still write and work on between now and twos but i think it's going to be pretty funny so if you get a chance tune in i think it'll be excellent uh looking forward to that uh I am going to pitch that idea like me and you were talking about. I've actually sat down and thought about it. I'm going to sit down because I set up a Sweet Trees Media YouTube channel. Okay. And I'm thinking about shooting a video of me just sitting down and just pretty much laying it on the line about the talk shows they have nowadays. Oh, okay. And, and how they could build potential. The potential's there for another show to come on and, and explain what it'll be about. And then, t- and then send them a link to the podcast. And stuff like that. And right. then I'm going to send this to networks. I'm going to send that YouTube video link and all to major networks. Hopefully, I, what I really want to do is try to sell, get it to a network that doesn't already have a nighttime or a uh, talk show. Yeah. Because that way, if they grab onto it, because somebody like me ain't going to, they're not going to replace Jimmy Fallon. Right. So what I'm trying to do, I mean, I'll send it to them, you know, give them, you know, that way they can, you know, think about another spot or a time, you know, whatever the hell the case may be, but I ain't looking for that. But if I could get it to another network and they could really grasp onto the idea of it, because I was actually talking to a millennial today, and they said the same thing, and they said, and the problem is, they said, the daytime talk shows aren't any different than the night times now anymore, so the only difference is... Is you get a little bit cruder jokes and a tad bit more cussing at night. Yeah. They said the daytime is the same old thing. This is a girl. And she tried to watch The View and couldn't get through it. 
Right. It said it's just bickering. Yeah. And so, if that don't tell you something, this is a millennial. They're the future of television. So if she ain't grasping onto it now in 10 years, chances are she ain't then either. The uh, Millennials are not watching TV, by the way. They're what? They're not watching TV. I, no, I don't think a lot of them especially don't watch cable. Yeah, I mean, there are, there are a, a lot of my young friends don't even have TVs. I know people that don't, yeah. I know people that don't have TVs. I, they're, they're online all the time. And if they have a TV, it's for Netflix and all right. that kind of stuff, which is essentially a, a large screen computer. You know? Right. That's what I do. Yeah. I haven't had cable since I moved in here, and I refuse to get cable. I just am not going to pay that kind of price you know, for five channels I'm going to watch. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's not just cable, though. But the, point, the point is is that your local news and all that, millennials never. Oh, never, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, they don't even watch the news. No. I mean, they're not going to watch NBC News with Lester Holt. Oh, that's just not going to happen. Right, right, right. Man. No. They probably couldn't even tell you who that is. Really? <laughs> no, I doubt. Yeah, they wouldn't <laughs> even know who that is. Probably not. Yeah. Probably. No, they, well, probably he's on could. other things. He's on that, uh, well, you know, that those investigative things at night. What are those called? Those night, not nightline, but... Uh, Frontline or whatever that is, I don't know. Oh well, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They have yeah. the little mystery uh, shows. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. They probably couldn't even tell you who Walter Cronkite was. Most of these millennials, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised. Um, I want to make mention of the NATO that the uh, president recently called an emergency meeting. All right. Uh. It was an emergency meeting for all of them to get together and talk. I don't know why it had to be an emergency meeting. You'd think a bomb was fixing to drop when he had an emergency meeting. But he had an emergency meeting. All right. I'm not saying what he didn't talk about wasn't important. Because the same presidents have been trying to talk about this for years. So I'm not saying it wasn't that it was I'm not saying that it wasn't important. I'm just simply stating the fact that I don't think it was hey, let's have an emergency meeting important. You know, we could have set it up for a you know a week or two down the road, but anyhow, <laughs> all right. He calls an emergency meeting, and he has a meeting with these people. And I understand where he's coming from in the sense that the United States pays more money for the defense. I yes. understand that. That is no doubt about that at all. There's no doubt. Nobody's nobody disputes that. I mean. Uh, I don't think they pay 90% like he claims, but they pay a lot. I don't think yeah. it's nowhere near 90%. But let's just say for the benefit of the doubt, but I don't think it is. Um, that would be a high, steep bill. I don't think we pay quite that much. If that was the case, nobody else in the whole NATO group would probably pay more than about 0.5 damn percent. So, I mean, let's do the math here. Uh, he walks out of the meeting and declares victory. Now, well, I'm about to tell you, you can research. This isn't free. This isn't the liberal media. This isn't uh, anything other than just basified, bona fide facts. Well, I'm about to tell you. You can look it up yourself. Why he declared a victory is fucking beyond me. Because when the emergency meeting was over, we were in the same damn situation we were in when we went into the damn meeting. France 
soon as the meeting was over with and he come out declaring victory, they were already acting like they don't know what in the hell he was even talking about. Really? Yeah. Because the agreement he made, he come out and he said, they're all going to increase defense spending. Everything's going to go up all the way. This is the same shit they've been talking since the agreement was made in 2006. All right. For every country to pay 2%. They've been talking about this for years. This is nothing new on the damn docket here. I mean, this is the same old shit. Because there's no legal treaty. There's no binding. He wants to talk about there's been a commitment made. It's the same thing they did then. There's no legal document. Nothing states they have to do this by the goal of 2024. And I can tell you, all these countries by 2024 will not be paying 2%. Bank on it. No pun intended. It will not happen. Yeah. You got three countries, France, Canada, and Germany. They don't even pay 2% at the present moment. And that's three major countries. Yeah. Nor will they probably then. Greece, the bankrupt country, pays more than those three. In defense spending, as far as percentage-wise. Hmm. Probably overall, not as much. But as far as the percentage, they pay 2% of their whatever towards defense. It's right borderline at 2%. But they're still 2%. France, Germany, right. France, Germany, Canada is like, one of them ain't even 1.5%. I can't remember which one it is. Yeah. Now, the reason why this is a big deal to me is I don't like it to somebody to come out and bold-face fucking lie to me. That's what I don't like. He's come out and act like he's done something great when he ain't done bow diddly shit than he did when he walked in the meet. They've all declared they're going to... He's even come out and said one way or he said it that uh, he's wanting them to actually pay 4%. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, good luck. Yeah. And the reason why he made one statement that Germany is controlled by Russia. And I show, I, I set that post for that woman. I, I, I laughed my ass off. I had to watch that three times in a row where that German lady was telling her dude. Yeah. I, 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 I watched that three times in a row, man. I was just cracking my ass up every time she said it. And he, she started laughing. She couldn't even keep a straight face. They're not controlled by Russia. What it is is Russia... These countries are dependent on them for natural gas, is what it boils down to. They're dependent yeah. on Russia. It doesn't mean they control. Yeah. They don't control Russia. They don't control these countries. They're not enslaved to Russia. But don't believe everything you hear on this NATO thing, man, is all I'm telling you. Just because he comes out, sticks his chest out, gives that little grin... Flicks his fingers with a circle, whichever what that means, A-OK, I guess, and flips his hand around four or five times <laughs> and tells you that we got victory. Doesn't mean we got victory. And everything I've said, more than free to research. Don't go to CNN. Don't go nowhere. Research it for your damn self. Yeah. And you'll find it. It's there. None of that shit, man. I mean, yeah, there's an agreement. There is a agreement, spoken agreement, whatever you want to call it. They're going to try to 2024 reach 2% per nation or whatever. That way that we're not paying the whole bill because we do pay the bulk of it, as I've said. But it's not a legal 
binding agreement. Nothing says it has to be done. So it probably won't happen. We probably what he probably did is got a lot of people out of bed to have a meeting for some shit that was just pointless. And yeah. the media over there and some of the media is just blowing it up like he done something spectacular. Yeah, there's been a lot of presidents over the years that's tried to get this to happen. Because for a lot of years, we've have paid the bulk of the bill. But the fact of the matter is, unless a lot changes, we're probably going to continue to pay the bulk of the bill unless we get smart enough to say to hell with it and pull some people out. I'm just going to be honest with you. I wouldn't pay the bulk of the bill. That's just facts. If I was a president of the United States, I'm not saying I'd pull out and not pay anything, but I'm just saying I would not pay. We pay close to 4% ourselves and nobody else. I would at least knock a percent off of that. I would not. Uh-uh. Now we got problems here in our own country going on. I would not. Yeah. I would not pay that shit. That's well, just it. It's complicated because the fact of the matter is, is we still have a lot of troops in Germany. We have a lot of them uh, in Germany, hmm. and um, the 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 situation is is yeah we complain on the one hand about providing a blanket of protection for Europe, which we have basically since World War II. But by the same token, we're not in a big hurry to give up those strategic areas either. Right. (laughs) You know, um, it's uh, it's complicated. And I do agree in principle that uh, a lot of these countries in Europe – Turn to Russia and other places for 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 like you said fossil fuels and other things, and uh, but they rely on the protection of the United States and and a lot of those things they could be getting from the United States or at least from United States allies. So I mean uh, you know you you can really delve into this and 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 go down some complicated roads. The only, the only thing I will say, and I'm not I'm not one of these people that uh, beat on my chest and say I'm you know proud American and all that, but I I, I I do believe the United States gets a bad rap through most of the world and, and in particular Europe. Europe often uh, you know thumbs their nose at the United States like we're these heathens, you know, and then they have the sophistication and the history of you know going back a thousand years, and and we're uh, you know you know we're just two hundred years old. And, uh, you know, th- there's castles that are older than the United States over there, which is all true. Oh, yeah, but who? But when they get in damn danger, who the hell do they call them? Call? That's exactly what I'm talking about. When some yeah. wallpaper hanger starts making his way across Europe, America, why won't you help us? Yeah, let yeah. France get in trouble. <laughs> They're the first ones we, they call is us. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. If we cut some of that shit out, they quit talking like that. But we ain't going to cut that out because that's not the kind of country we are. Well, no, and, and we can't afford to have that happen. I mean, if Britain would have fell during World War II, the United States would have been in big trouble. True, true. You know, we and and uh, so we just can't afford, for example, now to have uh, you know somebody like Russia start g- getting control of that of that situation like they did in years past. Um, it, it's too much of a, of a security problem for the United States. So. Here again, we're almost, it's almost like a mild form of extortion. You know, you we, you got to protect us because if we if if you know if somebody takes us over, it's it's going to be bad for you too. That's basically what <laughs> that's basically what they tell us. Right. Right. So I don't know. 
Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know what we could do, because if you did back off, I mean, I would want to back off some, but like you said, I mean, I mean, you can't, I wouldn't want to pull out altogether, because it's too much of a, you know, that would be too much to do there. Hopefully he don't get stupid enough to do that, but, uh, that would be a dumb move. I know there's a lot of true lady drinkers out there that would think it would be a smart move, but that would be a dumb move. Yeah. Speaking of tariffs, I got this little, uh clip i wanted to play real quick of republican bob corker where and he's a republican what he had to say about the tariffs here's what republican senator bob corker said today about the trump tariffs what worries me is um the fact that i know that uh no one at the white house can articulate what it is they're hoping to accomplish i mean there's numbers of senators who've been over to talk with them they come back over not a single one of them has to my knowledge any idea where this is going that's what's concerning that's quite a clip there to me man i mean that clip right there it's a 29 second clip but it says a whole mouthful right he says there he says nobody can articulate where they're going with this he said the senators that go over and talk with them and come back and don't have no more of a damn clue than they did when they went over there right and I don't know where these tariffs are going, man, to be honest with you. I think we're going to fuck ourselves on the damn truth. Yeah, well, the, the the general wisdom on this, and that's a, that may be too much of a of a good term, <laughs> giving some people too much credit, but <laughs> the, the general opinion about this is that, you know, you have to realize that if if you're going to analyze this from from the aspect of a, of a businessman, it, it's not uncommon in the corporate world to do some radical things to get everybody all shaken up, okay? And you get everybody all riled up, and you get them all mad at each other, and you get them all talking a bunch of crap, and then you come in, especially when you have the upper hand financially which the United States pretty much always does. Yeah. Uh, and th- then you can go in there and say, all right, all right, let's be reasonable, okay? And you start negotiating things, and you start ironing things out, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're like the hero for working this all out. And that's kind of what what they say Trump is doing right now. He's he's kicking up a lot of dust, and he's going to he's gonna at some point step in and say, okay, Let's be reasonable. I don't really like these tariffs. You don't really like these tariffs. Let's work something out. So that's what everybody's hoping for, and I just hope they're right. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, um, I think the deal. I think I think China's going to come back to haunt us, uh, and that tariffs and that deal. And I think it's going to follow along a lot of lines. I can't. I ain't going into all the details now, but I think it's going to go along the lines of what when the Middle East and stuff is going go around that area. And uh, I don't understand the tariffs, when, like I've said before, with Canada. That doesn't make any sense. No. And now he's already said today, because he had a meeting in the U.K. Um, earlier today, and he met with, uh, what's her name, May? Or oh, okay. The uh, U.K. Prime Minister. Okay. He met with her, and they had dinner and all, and he was trying to convince her not to go in. He's trying to get Britain to pull out of the European Union. Which I'm not utterly and totally against, just to be honest. But she's wanting a soft it or whatever you want to do it, like a soft Brexit, she calls it. But um, he says that if she doesn't pull out completely, it could uh, 
end up hurting them, the U.S.-U.K. deal, as far as tariffs go. So he may end up placing tariffs there as well. Wow. So I don't know what in the hell we're going to do. I mean, this is some of the dumbest shit. Here I was wanting a BMW when I get rich. I might not be able to get one now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Uh, this dude, I, I mean, I, like I said, I don't think he thinks things through sometimes. I understand where his general direction is. It's not that I'm against his general direction. Right. I just think he gets gung-ho wanting to prove to everybody that he can do it and doesn't think everything through and he makes rash decisions. That's what I think. Yeah. I'm not saying he's completely in the wrong on everything yeah. he says, but I just think sometimes he doesn't think before he acts. Right. And uh, you heard about the baby blimp in London, didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he was all upset about that. He said he didn't feel welcome. I'm like, man, why do you even give a shit? Who cares? Just look up at it and laugh. That's what the hell I'd have done. Yeah. I'd have looked up and laughed at it. Said, damn, that dude looked like me when I was a baby. Hell. That's all I'd have said. What the hell? I mean, if you do stuff <laughs> like that, kill him with kindness, they'll probably brought that damn thing down. Said, hell, he wouldn't even offend him. Yeah. By it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to let on that it bothers you. It only encourages more of it. Yeah. The next time he yeah. goes, there'll be five or six of them hanging up there. There's no point in that. Just look at it and laugh and shut it off. I mean, hell, ain't no sense in worrying about it. Right. But, you know, uh, he does have a meeting Monday with Vladimir Putin. Uh, it's supposed to be a private meeting from what I understand. That's what I've heard. Yeah. yeah um, this did come in, though. I don't know if you've heard about this. After the meeting, not during the meeting, but after the meeting, Vladimir Putin well, you will be able to uh, sit down and with uh, Chris Wallace for 30 minutes. And everything will be off limits if Chris Wallace wants to talk to him. And he'll have a one-on-one -on -one meeting with Vladimir Putin Monday afternoon after the meeting. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Chris Wallace, I like, man. He's kind of a man. Oh, I like him. Yeah. yeah. He's, he, he, he'll uh, be a right-down-the-middle-of-the-road type of guy. Yeah, I, I really liked his dad. Yeah. Uh yeah, uh, so I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing. I'm hoping I'm hoping they put it on YouTube or something to where I can check it out because I really would like to see that video. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure Fox is going to have that plaster all over everything. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm hoping he asks the hard hitting questions because I'd like to see him give some hard hitting answers if he don't avoid them. Uh, that's the thing about Trump; he's good at avoiding questions sometimes. They had a lady ask him a question about what do you expect to get out of that meeting with Vladimir Putin, or what was your goals out of it? And he didn't even ask her the question at all. He gave her the which I mean, this is a good answer to a degree, but he really avoided her question. He said, "Oh well, if you want to know what the real goal is, the girl, the real goal is is the uh, all weapons of mass destruction to be destroyed and uh, uh, all diseases on the face of the earth to be cured." Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, yeah. That's great. It's a, it's a great concept, but it's not necessarily going to happen. And he just, like I said, he was just avoiding her question with all he was pretty much doing. He said no. He said the ultimate goal was no wars and no diseases. So yeah, okay. 
But um, I don't know if you've, I'm going to play this clip here or what he had to say about Putin. This, then I'll come back and give my remarks on that. He's a competitor. He's been very nice to me the times I've met him. I've been nice to him. He's a competitor, not a question of friend or enemy. He's not my enemy. And hopefully someday, maybe he'll be a friend. It could happen. But I, don't, I just don't know him very well. Sorry about that. That was my kids. They wanted to give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Good night. So sorry about that. But uh, oh. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, if you notice that clip there, I don't understand why. I mean, it's like he's thinking of everything from a business standpoint. Vladimir Putin isn't my enemy. He isn't a friend. He's a competitor. Uh, I think that's a bad choice of word. I don't really consider Vladimir Putin what I would say a competitor. Um, I wouldn't say necessarily maybe an enemy at this point, but I would definitely keep my eyes on him. Right. Um, I'm not trusting of him. Uh, this man has shot planes down out of the air. It's pretty uh, It's pretty well known whether it's been proven to the 100% you know, that he was involved, but we're all pretty certain that some journalists have been killed due to him. There's been other people that have been killed due to this because they didn't like him or spoke out against him. Right. I mean, they mysteriously end up dead. Let's just say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a conspiracy nut, but I'm a realist nut. So, I mean, you know, so when things like that happen, it makes you wonder. You know, and if this guy's willing to do all that, you got to think about, you know, this dude, he could very well be an enemy, and you have to keep that in mind. And I don't think he'll ever be a, what he said. He said, maybe one day we'll be a friend. I mean, you know. And I still think there's something shaky there. I've always uh-huh. said there's something there that I don't know what's held over whose head or what, but there's, I, I'm just not certain. Right. But, because uh, I still haven't forgotten the whole incident with the so-called prostitutes, and you know it's just something there just don't add up. So yeah, but um, just saying. Well, Mike Pence, he had an interview. Did you get to see the interview where they were talking about the new Supreme Court judge? I did not hear what uh, he had to say. No, I did not. Um. He came out and he said that uh, they asked him about where he thought if he came. I didn't listen to the whole interview. I listened to the main part I wanted to hear. And they asked him. He's another one just pretty much beat around the bush. But by the time he got done, you knew what he wanted. He said that he was pretty much be upset if the opportunity for the Roe versus Wade to be overturned if it didn't get overturned because he's a pro-lifer. And that's what a lot of people that's gotten this Supreme Court judge has been afraid of. Right. Honestly, I don't think it's ever going to happen. I don't think Roe versus Wade will ever be overturned. 
Um, yeah. I don't. I don't think. Plus, it takes more than one judge to get it done. Uh, I don't think he can do it on his own, can he? Uh, who you you referring to, Trump? No, I'm talking about the Supreme Court judge. If it was to become into a ruling about the overturning of Roe versus Wade, yeah, it, it would have to be a, a decision that the entire court would make. That is correct. And I'm not even sure about all the legalities around that. There would be a lot of challenges to that across the country if that would happen. No, no, we've got all these people freaking out now, automatically assuming that Roe versus Wade's in jeopardy. And I'm like, I don't think it's in jeopardy, man. I think you're worrying about a lot of shit you don't need to be worrying about. You know, what you need to be worrying about is the future bills, progress towards anything else happening. Not things that's already been passed. I mean, that stuff's done. I don't believe that's ever going to be challenged. I think it's done and over with. I don't think gay marriage is ever going to change. I think all that's going to stay the same. I do not think that's, any of that's going to be overturned. But what we got, what you got to think about is the wheels of progress in other areas. Can they be stopped by some of these judges that are now being put in? Because I don't think the past is going to change. I don't think there's anything they can do to change all. I mean, there is possibly, but like you said, it'd take all the judges and a lot of other circumstances. That's a whole hell of a lot of rigmarole to, uh, you know, make that happen. Yeah. I mean, anything is possible. It's not impossible. But it, it, it like you said, the, the road would be very long. But, but in the short term, what they can do is they can chip away at women's rights. And, uh, you know, and, and they can do it by a lot of ways, whether it's holding back funding for for women's issues or this or that or the other thing. And, um, you know, th- that's what is very troublesome about all this. Right. And um, uh, I, you know, re- regardless of how you feel about abortion, uh, it's, I know it's a difficult issue, but you really have to understand that it wasn't that long ago. When a woman had to get a, pers- uh, a permission slip from her husband to go to the doctor and, and talk about anything regarding birth control or, or anything like that. I mean, uh, this isn't like back in the Bronze Age. This, this was like back in the 1960s and 70s. Right. Right. And uh, do- don't believe for a moment that that day couldn't come again. Oh, yeah. Anything could happen. But um, I'm pro-choice anyway. I always have been. I mean, as I've said before, people know about my background and listen to this show, that I do have some religious background and whatnot. But even then, I've always been pro-choice. I'm not one of these zealous nuts that think, you know, you know, would I want to have a kid and be with someone and them get an abortion? I'm not, no, I don't necessarily think, no, that I would. Right. However... I don't condemn anyone else that makes that choice because that woman's got to carry that kid for one. And I've always said there's circumstances, you know, if somebody gets raped and whatnot, and people will say, well, you know, if they're having, I've had people that were in the church organizations, they would say stuff like, they would, and I would always ask them this question. They'd be like, well, you know, if they're petting pregnant, that's the God's will. That baby, you know, I'm like, how does that? I'm like, yeah. if they got, was it God's will for that man to force himself on top of her and rape her? Well, that's what's dangerous about this, and and that's why I'm on I'm on the the women's side with this because, like I was about to say, regardless of how you feel about abortion itself, here's the road that you're going to go down. I would be willing to bet that just about every woman that's out there, at one time or another, has had a man who they broke up with, who just didn't get it that the relationship was over. Oh, and some yeah. of them, some of them were maybe just a pain in the butt. Others might have been a little scary, 
and that's certainly true of marriages. Okay. And here's the deal. If you have a daughter or whatever whatever relationship you have with, with the women that you love in your life, imagine a world where abortion was illegal. And if a lot of these right-wingers get their way, it's going to be even in the cases of rape and incest. All right? Some of them come up right out and say it. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, as I figure, that's God's will too. I'm like, yeah, so, Lord. so, so, and even if they make exceptions for for rape, rape can be very hard to prove. So, you, you, women could be in a situation where an ex boyfriend or an ex husband is going to know that if he rapes you and he gets you pregnant, the judge is going to tell you you have to have the baby. And that's going to forever intertwine you with your ex crazy. Yeah. And, and he could even sue you for rights to visitation. Yeah. That's and that's already that has already happened in some states. The rapist has sued for vis- visitation. Are that you has, shitting me? That has actually already happened. And what? I don't know. Some of the some of the cases were a little murky, but they had wow. merit. They had merit, according to some of these. You know. Oh God, help me, man! How the hell do so, you sue so, somebody for a kid you raped to get bad guy? So w- w- what I'm getting at here is is that is what we are heading toward. Okay, and that is why it has to remain, in my opinion, a woman's choice. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I got to tell you, you know, can you imagine Trump, if he could get pregnant, being told by Megyn Kelly that he has to have the baby? <laughs> okay, or any of them, Mike Pence? No. Okay, and in he, he, and here again, my humble opinion, there's very few things in this entire universe that you are in control of. Okay, there's very few things in life, but there's two notable exceptions. One of them is your mind, and the other is your body. Right. Those those two things are your domain. And the only thing I would say to women out there is be very careful that you don't let your religious beliefs or what your or, or what your preacher says or the men that you respect in your life be very careful that you don't surrender the rights to your own body based upon. That type of stuff. Right. Okay, no matter what you believe about abortion itself, be very careful you don't surrender the rights to your own body. That's yeah. all I got to tell you. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, uh, I mean, they're not the one, it's always men that are always fighting for it the most, too. And I'm like, you know, you ain't even carrying a baby. How the hell do you know what it's like? How do you know what it's like to be raped or incest or even if you just made a bad mistake you know unfortunately it happens some of these some of these women that are in in bad economic conditions yeah a lot of times in abusive situations they get into situations where you know they have an abusive husband uh they don't have the ability sometimes to leave very easily they get you know psychologically predisposed to the to the abuse and that could go on and on here 
and what ends up happening and it is a lot of times these these guys you know rape their girlfriends rape their wives and everything else uh and and keep them pregnant as as a as a means of control and i know that there's a lot of conservative people out there that would hear me say that and just scoff at it let me tell you something if you live in an allotment that is named after something that was there before the allotment like if you live in rolling meadows allotment that's what was there before the allotment was built and if you live in a place like that you 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 don't have any idea what these people go through right okay you don't even know the tip of the iceberg of what some of these women have gone through yeah i I mean i I, it's it's beyond it you hear some of the stories and i'll tell you shane they're they they make your hair stand on end well, here's what and, gets. This is what gets me too, though. Another thing that gets me is what we just talked about: how we're spending so much money on defense, and we want to bitch about the money we're spending on defense. But the same people will tell you that shit. Will turn around and tell you they want women to have unwanted babies so that they can raise them and not have the damn money to raise them. But who the hell's going to split the bill in order to do it? Yeah. Me and you, taxpayers. Yeah, well, I- well, I, I, that, that's what I have a problem with the hypocrisy of, of all the sanctity of life that I always hear. There were some uh, people protesting here in town. I was driving around today, and you know, I wanted to go up to them and say, okay, all right, I, I'm with you. Okay, abortion should be illegal except in the cases of uh, rape and incest and if there's a health issue with the mother. Okay, I'm with you there on one condition. That every baby born in the United States has health care from day one all the way till death. Isn't that right? And, and and you know what? Just about all of them will say, well, that's different. No, you know it isn't. Yeah. If life is so precious that it needs to be preserved at all costs, as long as it's inside of a woman, then it's just as precious once it's on the outside. Exactly. Exactly. And, and almost, that's, that's almost all conservatives do not want, if that baby is born with cancer, it's on its own. That baby better go out there and get a damn job. Yeah. Get some health insurance. I'm not paying for that. Yep. You're right. You got that on the head. And it's true. And anybody listening to this, if you don't believe it, then you're just fooled. Well, you can look, the, 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 the statistics on this are very clear. Conservatives statistically are very pro-life, and they're very anti anything to do with governmental health care, with universal coverage. I mean, it's it's enormous what 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 the disparity is in those statistics. Yeah, sad. Well, I want to tell a story about my hometown. Uh, not my hometown, but it's where I did some work for the state in this particular uh, city. Three employees of a senior living facility are in jail on Monday accused of exploiting an elderly and disabled woman. The Jefferson police chief says the women were supposed to be monitoring a woman who just had a stroke. Now, here's a good thing. You didn't put your mama in one of these places. I can't stay in nursing home. I hope, oh, God, I never end up in one. Now, I'm saying there ain't some that are good, but I've heard so many damn horror stories. Instead, he says they shot a video of her while they used profanity and made obscene gestures. In the video, police say the nursing home employees were laughing, giggling, and using a vape, all the while a 76-year-old woman in laying behind them in bed waiting for a nurse to arrive because she had had a stroke. 
She had a stroke. That's horrible. I don't know what they get. They've been arrested. I hope they get some shit. But that's just a low-life damn human being. How in the hell did they even get a job in that business to begin with? Yeah. And you see why I'm against all these fucking people going to nursing school? That's people right there who went to damn nursing school, didn't even have a damn lick of any kind of compassion, any kind of lick of shit. They even deserve to go to nursing school. Right. That's what I've said. All these people that go to nursing school nowadays, everybody want to be a nurse. Not everybody that goes to nursing school needs to be a damn nurse. Yeah. I can name a bunch that don't have no business going to damn nursing school. They ain't got one ounce of compassion. They ain't got no care for nothing. Right, right, yeah. You can't teach that. Man, if I'd have walked in there and that'd have been my 76-year-old grandmother in that bed and she just had a stroke and my goddamn three women were standing there doing that, I don't know if they'd have been arrested. Yeah. I swear to God, it'd have been hell to pay. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. That would have been, uh, you know, that that would have been uh, one of my Hannibal moments. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Anybody can have them. Anybody <laughs> can have them. It don't matter who you are. They're, they're, they're liver with a taste of good with a bottle of canned tea and some papa beans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Speaking of, I just got to the episode where I found out where the black guy, who the black guy was on Westworld. Oh, okay. I was wondering where Anthony Hopkins was going in his story. Now I'm starting to figure yeah. a little bit out. <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to ruin it. I just thought I'd bring that up since yeah, you did that right. part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, on a lighter note, Billy D. Williams is going to return as his role as Lando in the new Star Wars movie. If anybody watches Star Wars, I was kind of glad to hear that because anybody else playing him be kind of stupid well uh, that solo didn't do as good as what they had hoped it didn't do as good as what they hoped and here's the reason why i went and saw it i thought it was a pretty damn good movie i wouldn't yeah. put it up there with rogue the, the other movie they did that was a side movie was a better but solo was good i thought it was good it did it answered the questions we needed to answer it had a pretty decent the guy that played han solo did a pretty decent job it wasn't right. a bad movie at all Here's why I didn't do good. There's a lot of people that are all against these damn Disney movies, and they don't like Disney's got Star Wars. And I will admit, uh, the last Star, uh, the last Jedi that they had when the last movie was came out, it was a little bit, yeah, but it was okay. It was good, but it was a little bit missing something. But what they've got to understand is George Lucas is getting up there in age, and he had to sell his stuff so that somebody else could continue his world after he's dead. So he sold it to Disney. They're going to merchandise it all to hell. They're going to make a lot of movies off of it. They're already talking about a Boba Fett movie. I mean, it's like a whole bunch of movies they're going to make. They're going to wear it out. They're going to wear it out. That's true. All I really want to see next is... I'm already tired of it. Yeah, I want to see the new movie that comes out next year in May. That's the final chapter, chapter 9 or whatever. They'll probably do 10, 11, and 12, but I don't know. But I just want to see 9 to see how it ends out. Hope it's halfway decent. But... The Han Solo movie was not that bad. It's definitely worth seeing. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was good. Um, but uh, it didn't do as well at the box office. I don't know exactly why, except for that reason. I just don't, you know. I was shocked myself that it didn't do that well. Ron Howard, I think, was a little bit shocked that it didn't do that well. But, um, you know, uh, it is. I think, that, to me, if you want to start boycotting some movies, and you're getting tired of some movies... Haven't we seen enough Avengers? Have we seen enough Spider-Mans yet? I mean, holy shit. Oh, my God. Shit. You tell me about it. 
Holy shit, I mean, man, we've done had three damn Spider-Mans. I've seen enough damn Godzillas. I've seen enough damn Hercules. I'd like to somebody up there in Hollywood that knew how to damn write, sit down and write a damn movie. Yeah. I guarantee you, you let, I tell you what, anybody want to listen to me in Hollywood, you pay my damn six weeks worth of pay to where I can sit at home and write, and in six weeks I'll write you a damn script be better than any of this shit they got coming out now. Yeah. I could write you, because hell, it don't take that long to write a script, really, if you can sit down and really got a plan. But, Did you still want to do that short movie? Yeah, I'd love to. All right. Yeah, I'd love to. I know Nick would, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Right. I have to sit down and start working on that, writing one out, writing the script part of it anyway. And then we'll get together. That's the only thing, is, like I've said before, is getting locations. That's the only thing yeah, we have. Yeah, that'd be tough. Yeah, yeah, we might, we, we, yeah I mean, I, I have some other things that we could shoot that may not be so difficult. So. Right, right, right. But we could shoot anything. We could shoot a drama, a comedy, whatever you want to do, and shoot it. You know, if, if it be a different aspect, but we could figure it out. Yeah. We'll, we'll work on something. We'll yeah. work on something. Stormy Daniels was arrested at a strip club for allowing a customer to touch her on stage. This was in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, I believe they dropped them already. They already dropped the charges. Yeah, yeah. For what? That's what I heard. Say it again. Why did they drop the charges? I, it probably just was wasn't much of a strong case. Oh, okay. I know the, the her attorney said it was all set up by a political agenda or whatever. I don't know if it was or not. Who knows? But but um, they said she he came up on stage and was touching her, and she was letting him. But in the state of Ohio, that's illegal. That's the story I heard. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know, know exactly what happened. Yeah, I don't know. In the state of Georgia, it's illegal, too, but it's like I was telling Christina earlier, and, you know, in some states, especially if you get out west, they'll allow certain things like that as long as the stripper's not offended. They'll yeah. allow they'll allow certain, so much to go so far. Yeah. If you follow World Cup soccer, France and Croatia is in the final. Uh, I actually like watching that. I watched it. <laughs> I actually watched that in 1990. I'm trying to think what year I did watch it. 1990. I think it was. No, uh, yeah, it was '94. I watched the whole World Cup series, the whole thing, all of it, and uh, I like it. I mean, I like to watch it because I mean, soccer's tough, man. Hell, it's tough. I mean, you got to keep moving. Yeah. It's about you know, it's about tennis is probably a little tougher, but you got to keep moving. Yeah. And the last bit of news I want to get to here, and then we'll get out of here is Netflix has now beat HBO. For the first time, HBO has had this for 17 years running. The most shows nominated for the Emmys. And Netflix beat them this year. Wow. They beat them. Now, HBO still has the most nominated show this year, with it being Game of Thrones. They have 22 nominations. Yeah. But But as far as shows itself, and I won't go into the whole list of shows, but Netflix has a ton. Yeah. And uh, so they actually beat HBO this year. I'm telling you, man. So the reason why Netflix is doing this, I'm going to give you a little hint real quick from the business world. The reason why Netflix is making all these original shows is what's going to happen in the next little bit here is all these apps are going to be coming out like you got HBO, you got Showtime, NBC, you know, uh, Disney's fixing to come out with one. When Disney comes out with theirs, all the Disney shit on Netflix is going to be taken off. You won't be able, yeah, all the Star Wars movies that are on there, all the Disney cartoons, they will not be available on Netflix any longer. 
at what they know. And Netflix already realizes it. They've, they're smart. They've looked down a tunnel of time and realized all this is going to happen. So eventually, most of your Netflix programming will be all Netflix originals. That's why they've taken some real shows and made them Netflix shows now and started and kept the shows going. And uh, yeah, it's going to. That's, that's what they've seen because, like I've said before, down the road, cable is going to be forced to and to offer channel package deals, ten, twenty, thirty, whatever the case may be, channel package deals. I know people think I'm crazy. They might think I'm nuts. But when it happens, remember you heard it here. I ain't yeah. going to get paid shit for it because I never do. I don't know how many ideas I've had over the last 20 years that I could have got rich off of and ain't got paid shit. But that's what's going to happen. Yeah. It's coming. Well, you got anything else, man? I'm good, man. All right, bud. Hope you enjoyed the show. Uh I ain't got nothing else. We'll, uh, we'll be back Monday night at 10 o'clock. Billy will have us something together for us. And don't forget, we'll be back with a new show here on Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. With, uh, in these layman's terms, we've got a few good things planned for you. I think you'll like the show. It's more of a humorous show, but we're going to have some fun and lay back with it. So uh, other than that, that's about it. Y'all have a good one. They always told Will he was too short to play basketball, but Will never listened. Will let his work ethic do the talking for him. Always in the gym, always running drills. Will knew where there was a will, there was a way, and he was Will. But then, after his second child was born, he realized the pros were all way better than him. So Will gave up and buried his high tops in a tearful ceremony. But one day, he heard that Geico could save him money on car insurance, so he switched and saved a bunch, which was awesome. Introducing my new $4.99 Spicy Chicken Strips Combo. 100% all-white meat strips with crunchy batter and the perfect kick of spice. The chicken is bigger, tastier, and only $4.99 with fries and a drink. Go get it. Plus tax. Limited time only. Price and participation varies. Three-piece combo with small drink and fries.